to the worst week yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where the rules change for no reason and the points are poorly researched. I'm Andrew Hillary. I'm the host of the show. I am joined once again by my good friend, Deanna Mackey. What is up, Deanna? How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be back. I'm uh, astounded that you wanted me to return. Yeah, no, we got uh, we got such great feedback. And by that, I mean my one friend texted me and said, Deanna's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be transparent, that person is also my friend and also texted me. The reviews are pouring in. <laughs> Totally unbiased <laughs> listener base. Uh, that's fine. You know, we've got we've got committed fans. Uh, it, by that I mean I yell at my friends to listen to my podcast every week. Now Deanna's not here alone. We are joined by returning guest, friend of the podcast, my fellow mustachioed man. Please welcome back Donovan from Radio Free Topag. What's up, Donovan? was cracking i had three espressos and my hands are shaking let's fucking go oh we're in the pod zone baby <laughs> i'm on my third cup of coffee today this one's a big one i'm feeling good I'm feeling good actually i'm like sweaty and clammy and gonna probably have to shit myself so this might have been a mistake but you know what <laughs> what podcast isn't it's challenge mode Oh, yeah. You're going to get a new trophy for doing a, a podcast while trying to hold in the uh, the wreckage, as they say. You know, there is like a podcast awards show. And like, I'm not I'm not mad that Worst We Get has continuously got snubbed. But I am mad that somebody thought to do that in the first place. Like, nobody should be congratulated for podcasting. What's the award called? Is I, it like a, a little man statue? It's a little man with no friends. Like... <laughs> Oh, come on. You have that one friend who texted you to tell you I'm funny. And that's why my podcast isn't that successful. I still have one friend. It could be like a little statue of uh, a man with his head in his hands crying alone in a studio apartment. Somehow it's just a statue of a man, but you know it's Saturday night and he has nowhere to be. Like <laughs> Yeah, oh, it hurts. The it podcast hurts. awards are not a happy time, folks. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, I won my potty. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got best new podcast. I got, I got the Incels Choice Award. Um, Wait, stop. <laughs> are you all right? Are you looking this up? Yeah. Well, we I'm do not research this podcast, Deanna. <laughs> you know what? This one goes out to everybody who's ever held their phone under a table during bar trivia and looked up the answer. Yes. I did. Yes. <laughs> I did just just Google the podcast award. The trophy is actually more depressing than a sad little man. <laughs> what is it? It's like it looks like a glass iPad or like iPod, I guess, with <laughs> Wi-Fi bars coming off of it. <laughs> and it like Oh I, yeah. It's, it's a pretty depressing. It's like offset too. It doesn't it looks weird. Yeah. The the design of this is it's actually insulting. I think it's it's <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? Right. It, it sucks. looks like one of those like way too expensive bottles of tequila that you buy it and then you realize you don't actually really understand how you're supposed to pour the tequila out without making a mess. Or breaking something or cutting yourself. 
some of my favorite subjects, breaking stuff and cutting myself. Um, and tequila. <laughs> but uh, da 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 <laughs> Wait, one time I saw somebody do the song tequila at karaoke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, for those who tequila. For those keeping score, there are exactly one words in that song. And uh, you say it, I think, three times from start to finish. You only have to wait for that. Tequila! And they fucked it up. <laughs> they, they missed the word. <laughs> the timing's got to be hard, though, because you just got to vamp while you're waiting for it. You just got to do a little boogie or something, but not too much because that takes the attention off yeah. the music. Did they at least have, like, were they doing a little jazz hands, jazz square? I, I don't know what was happening. I was drinking, it was like around Halloween, and I was drinking one of those mixed drinks that comes in a bag that looks like a blood bag. Yes. So, I cannot, all I know is that I heard da 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 and I looked up at the stage and the person was just like, like, oh, like, like, uh, <laughs> like baby Bambi, like deer body fucking flopping around. And I was like, oh yeah, it's, apparently the tequila worked. I don't. <laughs> they embodied the song, I guess. Perfect. They had, they had brought it to fruition. They mm -hmm. were like, this is performance art. I'm not going to shout tequila. I'm going to show you tequila. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm doing tequila as tequila um well hey we're we're here not just to talk about karaoke although frankly that could be a whole po karaoke the podcast i'm casey Kasem, and this is karaoke the podcast did that sound like casey Kasem? i don't remember what he sounds like yeah kind of it was unsettling <laughs> in the same way so at least it had that in common fair enough uh could I there be a podcast karaoke where you get on stage you just recite an hour <laughs> <laughs> podcast, including like the uh, oh fuck, what was the name of that? Oh yeah, you know you're just up there in front of everybody. That'd be fun. Or Listeners, like a if, lip sync battle. Yeah. <laughs> we finally figured out something sadder than podcast awards. It's podcast area. <laughs> Imagine the trophy for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I won. I won the podcast lip sync battle. I'm gonna go jump in a volcano as my reward. <laughs> like. Um, well, hey, yeah, we're here to talk about stuff, but before we talk about stuff, we're going to say thank you once again to the patrons who keep this podcast going. Now, if you want to become a, if you want to keep the worst week yet afloat, uh, go to patreon.com slash worst week yet. Give me five bucks a month. I'll make you some bonus episodes sometimes. I've been slacking on those, but frankly, uh, what, what did you expect? I'm going to, I, I booked an episode to record this weekend. We're doing a review of the mayor Pete documentary. So oh, uh, $5 a month, you get all <laughs> access to that. <laughs> and if you give me $10 a month, you get a personal thank you on the show. Now we've got some patrons signed up at that level for some reason. So I want to give a big shout out to G Ryan Gaines, Chelsea Calderon. We got Tara, CIA brain bugs, Josh Troopin and Patrick. Leave me alone. Thank you guys so much for supporting worst week yet. I appreciate you. I really do. Um, Shouts out. Can I offer them a bird fact? Yes. For patrons only. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Plug yes, you your can. ears if you're not a exactly. patron. <laughs> yeah. Stop listening. This will take about a minute. <laughs> Hit that now, patrons, forward. <laughs> today for you, I have the, the spotted sandpiper, uh, Actitis macularia. And here's a fun fact about him. This is one of the best known American shorebirds. Its habit of endlessly bobbing the rear part of its body up and down has earned it the vernacular name Teeter Tail. 
Now, how fun is that? that right, you can great. unplug your ears now. That's, <laughs> you, that's all they get. You can unplug your ears, although I don't know how that you heard that instruction. But yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash worst week yet. Now, Donovan, Deanna, we're not here just to thank our patrons. Well, I mean, we're mostly here to do that, but we're also here to talk about the news. You know, I was I was following a few stories this week. I had my ear to the ground, and lo and behold, you wouldn't believe it, but once again, it turned out that this was the worst week yet. Every wanna, time. Every fucking week. <laughs> it just keeps happening. <laughs> people people ask me sometimes, they're like, what would you do if like there was a good week? I was like, you know, I feel so little faith in that being a possibility. I haven't even planned for it. <laughs> We'll cross that bridge if and when we come to it. <laughs> yeah, right? After the infrastructure plan passes. Uh, <laughs> so I want to start this week with, uh, this is actually kind of like a heartbreaking story. I just, I wanted to get it out of the way. Um, this is a story, uh, a harrowing tale about a traveler getting lost at sea. This week, down in New Zealand, a foreigner washed ashore. Uh, on the beach outside of Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, the foreigner was a penguin who accidentally swam to New Zealand from Antarctica, which is over 2,000 miles. Fucking A. <laughs> this fucking penguin got so lost and then just committed. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I got turned around and like I didn't want to like stop and ask for directions. <laughs> <laughs> so the penguin was a man, probably the a married was a man. man. His name's Pingu. Um, he sat. He looks very cute. Uh, some guy found him on the beach. He thought he said he thought it was like a stuffed animal, and then he walked up and it like looked at him and he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it's like you don't. This has only happened three times in recorded history. Like penguins do not swim that far, and this fucking penguin was just like sitting on a beach, like. Bro, I fucked up. <laughs> I feel really, I feel sad about it. Like the same kind of sad I felt when that video of the turtle humping the shoe was going around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like something about it just gives me this like downtrodden feeling. Like I feel downtrodden for that penguin. I am that penguin. <laughs> we are all that penguin. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's a kiwi penguin. And that's yeah. kind of fun. I don't know a whole lot about New Zealand. I do know they have a lot of uh, birds, but I'm going to try not to derail into bird talk. I've been really <laughs> yeah. trying to restrain myself. Listen, you know they have a lot of fucking birds, like penguins. <laughs> yeah, they have one more now. Including penguins. <laughs> what are they going to do with them? New Zealand is full of cool shit. So what are they doing with the penguin? Here's are what they going to take him back? They gave him some fluids because he was like super dehydrated because he swam oh, no. for probably like a week. I don't know how long it takes a penguin to go fucking 2,000 miles. <laughs> um, and then they said they're going to release him into the wild of New Zealand. They're oh, not no. taking him back to Antarctica. No. They're like, I don't know. You made it here. You're you're, you're one of us now, friend. Like. <laughs> Where is the glitch in the matrix that let this like very obvious throwaway plot for a Pixar movie come to life? Like they're like, yeah, <laughs> this this courageous little penguin set out. He was lost on his path, but 
Came to find a new life in New Zealand. He's going to be the third member of Flight of the Concords soon enough. Don't worry. Um, you said Flight of the Concords, and I pictured Alvin and the Chipmunks. So that's what's going on in here. Same band, basically. Um, yeah, so everybody uh, send well wishes to Pingu. Um, we hope he can assimilate. I don't know. People in New Zealand are pretty nice, I think. They'll probably welcome Penguin guy, Pingu. Uh, let's, let's thoughts and prayers for Pingu. Um, let's move on to something a little less fun. Uh, now on this podcast, of course, we say ACAB, all cops are bastards. And that includes the COP26 climate summit. Now the, the climate summit this week. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot less fun for a while. Sorry. <laughs> The climate summit uh, was going on. That was like Mr. Toad's wild ride through an introduction. There were so many. Oh, I'm dizzy. Yeah, I'm so sweaty from this third cup of coffee. This was a mistake, uh, but that's fine. So You're sitting in front of a fan that's turned off. <laughs> Most things I'm sitting in front of are turned off, Deanna. Uh, the cop Agreed. <laughs> The COP26 climate summit ended this week. Um, we got some highlights out of this one. Uh, earlier this week, Obama, yeah, former President Barack Obama, he came up and he he gave a speech where he slammed Donald Trump for his anti-science beliefs his uh, uh, and also attacked China and Russia for a, quote, dangerous lack of urgency. Now, um, if you're not familiar, uh, Obama was president of the United States for eight years and did nothing uh, in regards to climate. Yeah, you know, it was bad when Trump ignored the science, but whenever whenever Obama did it, like it was just you know you got to trust the process. Yeah, because when Obama did it, he believed the science. Like they had the science is real sign in their yard. <laughs> So, like, they liked the science. They just weren't going to do anything with it. Barack Obama, the science guy. That's what they always used to call him before he was president. And now his fucking, his, his old crusty buddies in the White House, and it's still the exact same shit. We're trusting the science, and we're also auctioning off land in the Gulf of Mexico to oil companies. Yeah. We love it. We love the science, folks. That's the what science, I mean. We believe the science, even though it says this is a bad idea. <laughs> That's what I mean about them having the science is real signs in their yard. They say so much performative shit, but they do nothing. Like, at least Donald Trump told the truth about what a piece of shit he was. I mean, it's mind-blowing how many people loved that. Um, or, like, loved that he was a piece of shit. But, like... At least he kind of told the truth. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, know, you gotta give it. You gotta give him. Give Except it to for him all the times he lied. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> he lied while telling the truth. My man was an innovator. Um, yeah. So the 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 COP twenty six summit it wrapped up um, with an agreement from all these different countries to uh, there was an agreement reached to cut global uh, global carbon dioxide emissions by forty five percent. By the year 2030, which, you know, that's nine years from now. Uh, any, any, anybody want to take bets on almost having any, uh, almost having our carbon dioxide in less than a decade? Because I, I want to bet against that. I don't know how to bet. I'm not a betting there, man. There's not a fucking chance. <laughs> there is not a chance. Well, here's what's going to happen is somebody is going to roll out some kind of like proposed plan and then it's going to involve 
having it's going to have to involve putting restrictions on certain industries. And then the lobbies for those industries are going to advocate for them until those things start getting dissected. And it's going to just get stripped down to nothing that's actually actionable in a difference-making way before it ever materializes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We are banning carbonated (laughs) drinks. And we are saving the planet. No more seltzer. Do your part. Stop farting. Protect the planet. (laughs) Do you remember a couple, like, what, two, three years ago when there was, like, the big controversy over, like, we got to stop using plastic straws? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Do you know that all McDonald's drinks are now in plastic cups? Like... Fuck yes. Right. Like- Even like the nothing fucking gestures <laughs> like that, that really accomplish nothing except for making me sip through a mushy straw that disintegrates as I drink the drink. Mm-hmm. Even that we can't stick to. I mean, Starbucks essentially did the same thing. They were like, we're getting rid of straws. And then they launched a new lid. <laughs> that we love lid folks that was like i I, i'm making this up completely uh like 74 percent more fucking plastic than the straw just would have been look we want we know we listened we know you know yins were asking for health care we gave you thicker lids I hope that I hope that's sufficient. <laughs> Folks, the turtles, the straws get stuck in their snouts and then they die. With these lids, they just have a cute little hat. They're yeah. gonna be the most fashionable turtles in the sea. Look, With these turtle- lids, there just won't be room in the sea for the turtles. That's the thing. <laughs> We're just gonna fill the sea up with lids. Look, a lot of people don't want to talk about this, but frankly, turtles, they have shells, right? Shells are basically lids. That's a good point. It's kind of the lid of the turtle. Yep. <laughs> Crack it open. Take a sip. Enjoy it. (laughs) Crack open a turtle. (laughs) Yeah. But isn't their shell connected to like their... I believe the science, Deanna. How dare you? Their underbody. (laughs) So it's not really like a lid. It's more like a protective casing. It's more like, you know, like a laptop case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes you got to pop that case off and take a little sip of the laptop. They should get rid of turtle shells. They should get rid of turtle shells and the government should subsidize turtle otter boxes. (laughs) I'm not wrong. You can't (laughs) prove me. You cannot prove me wrong. Okay. I Um. wanted to uh, I wanted to put something together about like otters and continents and New Zealand and turtles and it wasn't fast enough. So just (laughs) use those keywords. Make your own joke. It's a it's like Mad Libs with jokes, (laughs) which is how the best jokes work. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's move on. I wanted to talk about now, you know, folks, the worst we get. We are a pro mental health podcast. Um, That's right. We believe that mental health is real. And, you know, we, I, I try to keep an eye out for stories uh, on, on ways that people are trying to make the world a better place uh, in, in regards to mental health. Now, I saw a story this week that really brought a smile to my face. Uh, YouTube, famous website that you can watch videos that don't have boobs in, YouTube.com. Uh, they came out with a new plan this week because they understand that quite a lot of people... Uh, are, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, losing their fucking minds on YouTube. So this week, they decided that they are going to tackle mental health. That's right, YouTube is leading the way. How are they going to do that? They're going to shop... They're going to stop showing you how many dislikes videos have. 
Oh, thank God. My depression is cured. Let's you check know, that box off. You know what they say? No thumbs downs, no frowns. <laughs> so many people are saying this, and I'm glad people, they're incorporating people are saying this, this change. I'm sorry. I stopped listening because I started thinking about... Uh, a different video website called boob tube. And then I wondered yes. if there was a boob tube and then I checked and there wasn't. What? And so. All right. I'm buying a new URL for the Patreon. First of all, <laughs> boobtube.com. <laughs> yeah. Go to boobtube.com for my news podcasts. Fucking Patreon. <laughs> I swear. That's what my grandparents called the, the television. Yeah. That's why I thought of it. Tube. Where did that come from? What the fuck is going on with that? I don't know. They, they you couldn't even show like a clavicle on TV fifty years ago. Yeah, so. back in my day, the TV had a rocking parrot tits <laughs> just on the side of the TV. Yeah, it's that's, the boob tube. Yeah, the boob tube. Like, is a boob is the boob a part of the television in the boob tube phrase, or is it like is the person watching the television the boob? Like, oh wait, no, 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 both. No, no, no. I figured it out. You know, when you sit down in front of the television, you're basically suckling at the teat of the corporate media takeover. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The TV is the boob, Deanna, and we're all just <laughs> drinking it up. Never do that again. Spit that fire. Edit, edit that out, Gravy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Can YouTube... I get another bird fact as a palate cleanser? <laughs> uh, Let's see. Non-patrons, Let's plug see. your ears. <laughs> And I, hey, maybe I'm plugging. Audrey and I just started streaming and we were playing a bird game. It's a card game where you have to have more birds than the other person. And so I pulled out my uh, National Audubon Society field guide to birds eastern region. For the listeners at home, this book is like five inches thick. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I've had this fucker for 20 years. I was really into birds as a kid for some reason. And I've rediscovered the book and my love of birds. Folks, let's talk about the bronzed cowbird. <laughs> also known as the red-eyed cowbird, Molothrust anus, apparently. We've all been there. A, kind of a sexy name for a bird. Hey, during courtship, both sexes, but especially males, erect their neck feathers into a ruff. The males bow and jump up and down, whistling unmusical squeaky calls. How mm. about that? Hey, somebody get these cowbirds a voice lesson, am I right? <laughs> Oh, that's been bird facts. <laughs> the cows actually, the oh, the cowbirds were actually getting a lot of dislikes on their their <laughs> YouTube videos. <laughs> They're an endangered species now. Rest in peace. We hardly knew you and your unmusical call. <laughs> I really had faith they were going to get it someday, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> So let's move on here. Um, this week, we had a bit of an update in the uh, the ongoing fallout after Alec Baldwin tragically took the life of a woman, um, work, the, the director of photography on the movie that he was making. Alec Baldwin, you know, he's been, he's been going through it ever since that happened. And, like, you know, to a certain extent, I don't blame him. He did not... It doesn't, doesn't seem that he intended to kill somebody. So, like, you know, even if he is a piece of shit, like, I can imagine that's pretty fucking hard to have on your mind. Um, but, you know, he's trying to do his best to, like, you know, figure out where to go from here. Uh, this week, he told reporters that his new idea is that movies and TV shows should all have a police officer on board to monitor weapons. 
That's right. The only solution to accidentally killing somebody because you uh, because you went away from using union armorers is to hire cops. Police. They solve it all, folks. Well, Yay. They, they do have a lot of experience with killing innocent people with guns. Yeah, here's That's what I'm true. thinking. Um, if there are police officers on every movie set that has gunfights in them, like, how long is it until... You know what? This is too dark. I'm not even going to go there. I, I don't like this idea. Fuck you, Alec Baldwin. Um, <laughs> it's good to stop yourself before you say something truly vile, right? <laughs> Think? Edit that in, Gravy. Cancel me. Uh, yeah, so Alec Baldwin, he he wants more cops. Um, and I, I don't see any way that this would help because, like, uh, there are literally people whose entire job it is to inspect and double check and triple check weapons on the sets of movies. And you, you just fired that person or like, didn't even hire them to begin with. Like that is the problem. That's it. But now we've got the boys in blue who I can't imagine are cleaning their own guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they have to have probably somebody in the force who just does all the disassembly and cleaning and stuff. I can't picture like a fucking cop sitting down and actually cleaning a gun. I only see. I'm not like a big gun guy. I'm not like super against or for them. I don't. I don't really care that much. But I just from what I've like watched in movies, it, I feel like people that have guns like actually like really are into cleaning them, like taking them apart and being like, "You hey, have to." Yeah, this thing's <laughs> fucking sick, dude. Yeah, this little this little thing. It's got a handle. It's got like a you know like a little. It's got a little hole in it. Yeah, um, because they're like the incels of the murderer world. <laughs> Like they're like ACAI, all cops are incels. Like they want to go, like like they want to go out and shoot someone, but they can't, so they just like stay home and like jerk it, aka clean the gun. Oh yeah, you know what? Now that you mention it, I have polished my rifle off many times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I disassemble my gun and I put a little candy in there, so the next time I disassemble it again, I get a little treat. How about you know, that? Candy corn, kind of the shape of a bullet. It Are we work. just True. talking about a flashlight now? Like, where is the euphemism <laughs> gone? Like, what's what's this metaphor? What's happened? This is no metaphor. I'm talking about a fun scenario, <laughs> which I have a gun. And as I break it down, I slip a little piece of candy corn or maybe a gobstopper into one of the empty spaces. And yeah, then I next time I disassemble it after going on a murderous rampage, I'm like, Oh, a little treat. It lifts my spirits. Rush it's like Russian roulette, but you, <laughs> yeah. some of your chambers have a bullet and some of them just have a fucking piece of candy. It's a, a little treat. Roll. It's a tootsie roll. <laughs> I can't imagine like being at the point where I actually drummed up the courage to fucking like pull the trigger and I pull it and I just get hit in the face with like a fucking Mike and Ike's. <laughs> Oh, I've got the munchies. You'd be bah, so, bah, bah. You'd that be so would be the worst week yet. Yeah. You'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> you just like, uh, 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 and then just pull the trigger as many more times as it would like just getting covered in candy and then shoot yourself. Uh, folks, That's we are. my dream. What an image. <laughs> <laughs> the victim was found with Mike and Ike stuck all over his face. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, that was fun. This week, People Magazine has made a declaration that the sexiest man alive is fucking Paul Rudd. Bullshit. Yes. Paul Rudd. Yes. 12 out of 10 would fuck Paul Rudd. If you're listening, oh, Paul Rudd. Okay. Would do. All right. Wow. 
I was, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm like a mostly straight guy. So like, I'm not real into Paul Rudd, but like, why would I be right? So you're saying that you, you agree with this decision? Oh, I don't agree that he is the sexiest man alive, but like, I do think he's sexy. Like in a like nerdy dad, like, I don't know. I'm 32. Like I'm supposed to think guys like Paul Rudd are hot. How else is my husband going to get laid? (laughs) Fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's like, I understand the appeal of Paul Rudd, but like sexiest man alive. Yeah, sexy isn't necessarily How the, the word. Who, I need to see the work on that. Like, show me the math. Show me, show, yeah, show your, show your math. Paul Rudd looks like he's an oat milk guy. <laughs> he does. He really he does. He truly does. What about like Raul Pud? <laughs> Wait, how about that? Is here's that the thing. I feel like <laughs> it's something. <laughs> I, I feel like they didn't know. Like when we're talking about women, I think that there has been a push to be more inclusive about different body types being okay. sexy. And I feel like I think with men, they are trying to do something where it's not necessarily this image of this like hyper masculine like super buff guy like i think that it's on they needed some... a beta male for the sexiest man yeah, alive <laughs> i think that they're on some kind of like sensitive is the new sexy like i think that that's like that's what what they're trying to, to ladies give you men. know ladies you know just by looking at paul rudd that he will eat your pussy he'll be good about it <laughs> what's sexier than that uh <laughs> i mean so to be fair, I was actually having this conversation with two of my uh, two of my girlfriends earlier this week, and I did actually say, I mean, come on, Paul Rudd looks like he would eat your fucking pussy, no questions asked. Yeah, no hesitation. There it is. Okay, but that may- maybe there's something that people knows about Paul Rudd. Who? Maybe, maybe Paul Rudd eat ate people's pussy. I was gonna say, <laughs> if you were the person at People Magazine who Paul Rudd <laughs> ate out to get that title. Please come, come on the on pod. pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, congratulations, Mr. Rudd. Uh, our next story, this is exciting, folks. Um, friend of the pod, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> Shout uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> she's back in the news this week because she has uh, become a prison abolitionist. Uh, specifically for a certain group of people, if you would say. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene this week finally got to tour a D.C. jail where some of the people who broke into the Capitol on January 6th are being held. Um, Now, this is insane. The the part of the prison where the January 6th people are being held is called the Patriot Wing. Oh, fuck yeah. So See, that's not going to win you. That's that shit that's not going to win you sexiest man alive anymore. <laughs> Nobody who was at the January 6th Capitol riot eats pussy has ever even tried it. <laughs> it's just a bunch of like six-year-old guys being like, yeah, I mean, my wife pees from there. I'm not putting my mouth on it. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> are, they, are the prisoners, are the Patriot prisoners calling it the Patriot wing? I don't know who's calling that. It was in the article. And I, I, I could not, I could not be bothered to fucking look further into it. <laughs> yeah. Was it named that just because these people are going there? Yeah. What's yeah. Like it, it wasn't called that before they got there. And I don't know if like, I don't think they put a sign up or anything. I think that's just what they are calling it. If I had to guess, 
But yeah, so there's all these people like sitting in a DC jail, uh, DC jail, uh, you know, awaiting their trial, awaiting their sentencing. Sentencing, and Marjorie Taylor Greene said, "I have to get in there." Um, this is uh, just a bit of what she said after seeing these people, you know, in jail for uh, committing a crime on TV. Uh, she said, "Quote: They're er, they're receiving virtually no medical care, very poor food quality, and are being put through re-education, which most of them are rejecting." What do you think jail is? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, they love this shit. They love jail to be the worst fucking place in the world. Yeah, well, only when it's bad guys. These That's were, true. These were patriots. Haven't you read The Wing? Uh, <laughs> no, because there was no sign. You're oh, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I put like... me in the, the Paul Red wing for criminals who eat pussy. <laughs> Am I right, folks? <laughs> the Paul Red memorial wing. He you died don't... doing what he loved. Nobody eats pussy in prison. Um, <laughs> it's not true, folks. It's not true. There's plenty of people eating pussy in prison. Um, or is the it? meals are know. terrible. They're not even serving <laughs> pussy. <laughs> the food quality is so bad. <laughs> this is so dumb. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know. Food quality in prisons. I have a hard time laughing about it because it is so like actually bad. Now I had to cancel Donovan. You know, it's fucked. <laughs> a it's mid podcast canceling is intense. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what, though? We still have like half the podcast left. So, like, we by the time we get, th- if we can make it back, we are a deadlock for the golden potty this year. Um, <laughs> A transformational episode of the worst week yet is changing hearts and minds across America. I wish I was allowed to press the buttons because I would play the enemy of the podcast song about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you That's know what? why I'm I not allowed it. to touch the buttons. Yeah. Uh, yeah so anyways, um, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene said she is committed to ending the political war. So she wants to get rid of prisons for everybody that, you know, broke the law in the way that she likes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This is a this is a fucking nightmare. It it you know like just the audacity of somebody to visit a, like a prison a, a jail. We're like this shit has literally been going on this whole time. We've all been talking about it for her to be like. Did you know that they're like not chill in there? Like this is wild. <laughs> Republicans like- love creating imaginary wars. And then acting like they're the only ones who can solve them, which like, to be fair, I guess they are because they created them. But like mm-hmm. war on drugs, this political war, like you're just making stuff up. Republicans, come on the pod. Explain yourselves. Um, Get them no, all in here. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't want any fucking repu- I don't want any people on this podcast. I'm, it's going to be just me from now on. Um, yeah, let's move on to something that is even more depressing. Folks. I can't wait. The trial of Kyle Rittenhouse is underway. Uh, And it has been fucking terrible watching the clips that have come out. First of all, and like this, this little motherfucker went on the stand and gave like the, the most over the top, like he gave a performance of emotion that Nicholas cage is going to be taking notes on for months. Like it was, it was wild. Like there were no tears coming out of his eyes, but he's like, like, you know who doesn't have to take notes on the performance though? Paul Rudd. Anyways, (laughs) we're talking about Kyle Rittenhouse, not eating pussy. Um, (laughs) well, one of those things really fucking sucks. And the other is pretty great. And I don't know why you chose the wrong one. 
yeah, you know, we don't always, you can't win them all. Um, <laughs> all right, go on about this piece of shit. Yeah, so, I don't know, like, there's, and, and here's the thing, like, uh, I know that it's, like, embarrassing and stupid that he was doing this, like, crying on the stand routine, and, like, I know that the internet, like, cannot fucking help itself, but the amount of times that I saw, like, people making memes that were just, like, clowning on him for looking embarrassing crying, like, it's, like, weird it it feels like it's like a weird thing to be think is funny i don't know this might just be a me thing but like being I think like it's funny like i think it's funny to look at but then people are like my face whenever my girl asks me if i'm cheating and it's like i don't know this this dude is the white supremacist that murdered some people like i don't know dude oh it's just, fucking awful for sure it's just one of those things where it's like this situation is so deeply fucked and the outcome is going to be awful the only joy I can wring out of this is an edit of Grimace from McDonald's <laughs> holding up a phone on a selfie stick and it has a phone case that is some fries and Rittenhouse's arm is around him and he's taking a selfie of them both. I got to I'm going for the scraps. I'm like one of these birds just trying to get the seeds that fell from the bird feeder because the bird feeder is filled with shit. <laughs> I haven't seen the gr the grimace selfie stick meme, but I might have. You know what? That one might have brought me over to your side. It's uh, the one good one. <laughs> they look like they're having a blast together. I mean, it seems like not a great thing to laugh about because the situation is so upsetting. But at the same time, I agree with what Donovan said about people just the humor is really the only outlet. Like the unfucking isn't going to happen. Like. Thank God we only have 468 more weeks until uh <laughs> until a good one. Until 2030 and and then we're done, right? Yeah. 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 So so yeah, so <laughs> Where did you get did, did you just do that math? Like what it where where did you get 468? 52 times 9. Jesus fucking Christ, Look folks. Folks, can you believe what your ears are hearing right now cuz my ears are starting to numb and I'm shocked. Um yeah, I am impressed by basic math, Deanna. We can continue the podcast now. <laughs> I kind of do math stuff for my job, and I could not do that in my head. So I'm very impressed and, and kind of embarrassed. Go, sign up to the Patreon if you want to listen to me do math. I'm re I'm real good at it. Let uh, him add up folks, this money. week it's two plus two. <laughs> Go to boobtube.com to watch Andrew Hillary do math. <laughs> Uh, a more true sentence has never been Suckle spoken. Suckle the teat of mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst PEMDAS yet with Andrew <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> so uh, the judge in this Kyle Rittenhouse trial is really what, what has set me off this week. This motherfucker is like, <laughs> this is the most... It, this is the worst judge I've ever seen. Like I've seen judges in movies that are like a caricature of a bad judge and they're yeah. not even like coming close. This motherfucker had his fucking phone going off and shit. He, he, he threw out or like wouldn't allow evidence that had already been approved um, for the prosecution where what was happening in the video evidence was they were zooming in on a video. And he was like, well, when you zoom in, that can be like distorting. That can change the image. And the the prosecution was like, fucking what, dude? What do you what is what the fuck are you talking about? And so the judge was like, oh, no, 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 I'll explain this. And he gave this like two minute long fucking answer, dude, about how like when he gets text messages from the few <laughs> friends he has left, he did make a joke there about how 
they're mostly clowning on him. Ha ha ha. But when he does get text messages, there's too many on his phone. So he needs to save them. And so that he saves them into one screenshot, one long screenshot that is the whole stretch of the message. So that whenever you see it on your phone, it's just like one long ribbon. So what are you going to do? You zoom in. But when you zoom in, it gets all blurry. So obviously, zoomed in image is not admissible in court. Oh, God. What the fuck, man? This it's is, like it's like the fascism isn't even like a slick evil looking thing. It's just like your fucking ridiculous uncle who cannot like he, oh help me unzoom the screen kind of situation while committing yeah. just like tremendous evil. It's such a horrifying, hilarious but horrifying contrast. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of common though. Like that's be- true behind the scenes in so many horrible regimes there are all these just like weird stories like all the shit all the like weird game shit on bin laden's hard drive and like final fantasy 7 let's go like like stalin being like basically like a frat bro and like forcing people to have drunken meetings at two o'clock in the morning like like everybody that was close to him he just hazed them It, it it makes sense that like these are the people yeah that are doing the worst shit this is true it's just it it hurts to be aware of um also at one point he made a joke uh they were ordering he's like i've seen multiple videos of him talking about lunch that day like on the judges stand like <laughs> like to the courtroom talking about lunch. He made a joke that one day they ordered Chinese food and he's like, well, uh, I hope this Asian food we ordered isn't, uh, isn't on one of those boats. Uh, the, the shipping boats in the long beach, you know, port waiting to get through, you know, what does it even mean? Because it's going to get cold? Or like he's going to have the COVID he was on trying, it? He was trying to make a joke about the fucking supply chain shit. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you even doing, Judge? Uh, okay, but also of all the things he said, like when you said they ordered Chinese food and then led with him being like, I hope it's not. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't know what the, kind of... Like, the joke was so bad. Like, I I don't know. I <laughs> I, it's just it's it's insane the joke that this was dumb, but at least it wasn't racist. Unlike the judge himself, who is both. That's right. Sorry, judge. Or I guess we're not sorry. Fuck you, judge. Judge, I hope you hit your phone to mute and you miss the three messages from your three remaining friends, and then you don't have anything to do this weekend, you old punk. Yeah, fuck you, judge. Got him. Turn your phone on for this. Enemies of the podcast. Now, normally I do write down the name of my of the podcast enemies, but you know what? We're just we're just going with Judge in this one. Fuck you, Judge. Uh, let's move on. This week, Representative Paul Gozar, uh, a Republican out of Arizona, faced a bit of backlash after he posted an animated video that depicted him murdering Alexandria Ocasio Cortez violently. And uh, yeah, you know what? He posted a little murder in video in it. Of course, the libs got triggered. So he, you know, there's there's a lot of people calling for there to be some consequences for, you know, sitting member of Congress to share a joke about fucking killing another sitting member of Congress. You know, they want, why is everybody so sensitive these days, you know? It's not I like mean, it used to be in the good old days. I think if he just 
goes in front of a lot of people and cries really hard, the whole thing will just be a meme in a few days anyways. Like, mm. he can just yeah. wait. That's true. I got a picture of Grimace with a selfie stick ready to go. <laughs> ready to edit it right in there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I hate when everything like this happens because, like... I hate when everything happens. Yeah, that's enough. Um. But, like, every time something like this happens, like... The Democrats do the thing where they're like, oh, this is the problem, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're not wrong, but also like, you know, nothing is going to happen. And you know that you're just like complaining about this and like, nobody's going to care. Like, it just, I don't know. I mean, I think it's like such a mess. It comes down to branding. Like the, the right does have a way of coming. They come up, their slogan game is just, you know, make America great again. Like, that sounds good. Everything the Democrats say is like, we're doing a bad job and we're all going to die, <laughs> which like I patently agree with. But as a strategy to win people over, maybe it's not the one like I and I feel like the same thing is true in these kinds of situations where like where somebody posts something and I think everyone could agree like, ah, that was pretty inappropriate. That really like that sucks. It's something he shouldn't have done. But the right is like. It was just a joke. And the left is like, this is a critical issue surrounding the morality and the hearts and the fabric of this country. And we need legislation. And it's like, we, okay, like the correct answer is probably somewhere in the middle, but people are going to go with that was just a joke because it's easier for them. Yeah. True. Yeah. Like, like even people who think it was the wrong thing to do and that he shouldn't have done it. I can see those people being like, yeah, but it was just a joke because that's easier. Yeah. Right. It's like, I, I'm not even saying that I personally agree with that sentiment, but like, that's, that's what most people are going to probably fall on. Like which side of it they're probably going to fall on. So like, why are you like trying so hard to force like, no, something needs to be done about this. Nobody cares. Or like most people don't care. Right. It's you're you're spinning your wheels going after some shit like that because it's a cognitive dissonance thing with all of these people. Like if you want to actively support most politicians in this country, you have to overlook that everything is fucked. Nothing is being fixed. Things are being made worse. And so I feel like when something comes up like that, that's just kind of an in your face. This is clearly a fucked thing. You have to just chalk it up to being a joke kind of thing. I right. Like just, that's just an essential part of believing into politicians. I also just feel like, what the fuck is this? Like the fucking eighth grade? Like <laughs> he made a mean new grounds animation about me. <laughs> yeah. We need to get on the streets. She said something mean about me in her Zanga and the link was live for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, a death threat. That is a serious thing. That is, that is a serious thing. And I, you know, if someone had done that to me, I certainly would not be feeling very good or feeling very safe. But at the same time, like the appropriate follow-up would have just been him to apologize. The appropriate appropriate follow-up would for the Democrats to release a joint statement for all 400 or whatever Democrats in the national office to release a joint statement that just says like, dude, what the fuck? Also good. Like, what that's are you it. doing? Like, what are you fucking what are you doing? doing? What is this shit? What's wrong with you? Right. Like, that, it, it feels more like a stern talking to. And, uh-huh. like, I, I just, I, it feels like they're really trying to drum something up 
And there are already so many things drumming. The drums are so fucking loud. Stop <laughs> drumming things up. The Democrats are like step parents that are trying to punish ch- the children that aren't their children that are not going to listen to them. <laughs> like, just call. You're not just- my real dad. <laughs> Let's move on to a brighter subject. COVID-19. Yes. It's still happening. Now, uh, we haven't talked about the numbers in a while, so I want to just touch on that. Just give a little check-in. Average United States daily deaths, still over 1,000. Thanks, Obama. Uh, Average daily cases are rising. Uh Uh-oh, they're going back up, baby. Let's hope that there's no, uh, let's say, gatherings of family members (sighs) where people will be traveling all across the country and breathing into their grandma's faces coming up. Let's hope. One can only hope. Uh, and finally, only 59% of Americans are fully vaccinated. So, you know, that's a little more than two thirds that might catch COVID and die. Who the fuck knows, dude? So yeah, um, that's the numbers brought to you by boob tube. Uh, (laughs) this week, uh, the United States finally lifted travel bans. That means vaccinated folks from other countries can come. I don't know, like go, go check out the statue of Liberty and like eat a big Mac in America, baby. Uh, we did it. Freedom. (laughs) Let's go. We're going to go to times square and take some pictures together. It's, it's what this country's all about. Here's what fucks me up is that like, I feel like, Rich people have been allowed to travel this whole time, right? So they're like, this is just, this is just like, fine. I guess we'll let the poor's visit their family <laughs> if Pretty they're cool. vaccinated. Um, another thing that happened this week: uh, enemy of the pod, Big Bird, got vaccinated. That's right. The CIA, I mean, the big government, I mean, big pharma, I mean, I don't know who's doing it, but somebody is trying to shove vaccinations down your throat and they're using one of the most beloved members of the street. That's right. Sesame Street. Big Bird. He's got the microchip. Look at that. How does it make you feel? I'm upset. I don't like that birds, the purest of all life forms, (laughs) are being used by big pharma. To get the injections going. Kamala Harris held down Big Bird and shot him up full of <laughs> hydrochloroquine or whatever, or vi- vaccine, vitamin. What vitamin. kind of bird is he supposed to be? <laughs> Gravy, just stop the A recording. Big one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to segment where I go through the bird guide and we look at side-by-side pictures of various eastern parts <laughs> of North America birds and we try to figure out which one is Big Bird. Is Big Bird indigenous to New York? Sesame Street's in New York, right? I feel like that's, yeah. like, a, that's like an old Brooklyn neighborhood kind of thing, kind of vibe. He's a native species. Maybe a greater prairie chicken. I'm just throwing names out there, but that's a possibility. Listeners, if you know what kind of bird Big Bird is, uh, other than just big, because that's already my answer, send an email to worstweekget at gmail.com. And uh, if we like your answer, I'll read it on the show, unless I forget to. Um Donovan, I feel like you are missing an opportunity to create, like, a book similar to your bird field guide, but it's about, like, fake birds. Ooh. Like like TV birds. Birds you'll never see of North America. Yeah. (laughs) We got Donald Duck, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Fun fact about Donald Duck, he's hanging brain all day long. No Fucking Tweety Bird. That's another one great species. 
the road runner. And that's a little crossover with real birds, folks. The Venn diagram of fake birds and real birds is the road runner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're um, answering the hard questions. Yeah, Queries that have haunted the- humanity for centuries. Which birds are real and which are not? <laughs> We're answering the hard questions that nobody asked. <laughs> My co-host is going to listen to this, by the way, and get pissed because I keep talking about birds. I found this fucking guide and she had us play the board game. She recommended that. Now I just got birds on the goddamn mind all Andrew, of the time. Audrey, the birds are coming up naturally. You're this a is real organic. bird brain. Okay. I'm gonna, I am a bird brain. I did not edit out any parts earlier in this podcast where Donovan said, look, we got to talk about birds like five times. But we have to. We can't tell anybody. Um <laughs> I also edited out the part where he, uh, where Donovan Venmo me six dollars. That's six dollars. That's a dollar for bir- per bird and one extra dollar. <laughs> if uh, I had baker, only baker's known, dozen dollar, baker's half dozen dollars. If I had only we... known that I could have given you seven dollars to not talk about the birds. <laughs> Is this like last week when I found out that a hundred dollars would have cured your depression? <laughs> You really no, 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 are no, bad with numbers. 100 patrons. Oh, 100 patrons. Yeah. It'd cure my depression, too. Although I don't for have us, any that patrons. Means, or that would mean we have to do a Frasier recap series. That's our stretch goal. We're oh. going to have to watch Frasier. Oh, wow. I'm coming on for that. Sign Please up do. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Let's watch some Frasier. Let's get you guys are like a like a millennial like you look like but, Frasier and you could be Niles. Does that make me Daphne? Am I Daphne? No. You're wearing a furry le- uh, leopard print coat. Of course you're Daphne. I forgot to mention that coat is fucking rad. <laughs> Thank you. Big big thumbs up on the coat. Thanks for the listeners at home. Great coats. Uh, our last COVID story. This one is actually pretty fun this is great uh there was an anti-vaccine protest held in new york city outside of pfizer's uh offices in new york um where a bunch of anti-vaxxers gathered to to, you know take on big pharma they were screaming at pfizer uh now what happened is a few other anti-vaxxers showed up at this rally um, of course, I'm talking about the white nationalist variety of anti-vaxxers. So oh, cool. what ended up happening is the two different groups of anti-vaxxers like got into a fight with each other because like <laughs> there's like anti-vaxxers. These like the first group was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We hate vaccines, but not immigrants. And the other part was like, oh, you hate anything as much as like. <laughs> Nick Fuentes was there. I don't know who this is, but I keep hearing his name about whenever white nationalism comes up. So I assume he's probably not great. Um, He's a real jerk. He was very bummed out. He said, quote, it's very troubling because it seems like the people over there, like a lot of people in this city, they hate us more than they hate the vaccine. (laughs) What? (laughs) I, I do, on behalf of those people, I do, in fact hate white nationalists more <laughs> than I hate the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough call, but I'm going to have to agree with you there. I, technically, we are agreeing with the other group of anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I think, uh, you know... I don't love all their points. Even but- though the bar is so low that I'm basically doing the limbo in hell, <laughs> I feel like I the bar is at least I'm not agreeing with the white nationalists. Yeah. I yeah. can see that. That's a good bar. It's a good bar. That's the line I'm fucking holding. That's my last bastion. 
All right. Um, yeah, so that was fun. That was your little COVID updates. Everybody, uh, b- breathe in grandma's face to Thanksgiving. Just get it fucking over with. Breathe in someone else's grandma's face. Uh, hey, speaking of bars, what about the barred owl? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Have you seen this? Non-patrons, plug your ears. Go on, Donovan. Because <laughs> uh, I've been hearing this owl is mostly seen by those who <laughs> seek out its dark retreat. Usually a thick grove of trees in a lowland forest there it rests quietly during the day, coming out at night to feed on rodents, birds, frogs, and crayfish. You say now, crayfish? I say crayfish. crayfish. That like was craw- in the book. I think I say crawdads. Crawdads. Somebody asked me this recently, and I can't remember what I call those snippy little fuckers, but I do like them. I think they're very fun. Listeners, write into worstweekend at gmail.com. Crayfish, crawfish, or crawdads. <laughs> or crawdaddies if you're nasty. Crawdaddies. <laughs> gravy help now we do have some depressing news to talk about but before we get there news came out this week um that that deanna now deanna deanna's gonna be like somewhat regular on this show you're gonna hear a little bit more deanna as we go forward here and something that happened last week was deanna brought up potatoes and we all had fun So just think they're neat. That's why I got invited back. So I, I asked Deanna uh, before this week's show, I said, hey, if you hear of any stories in the news that you want to talk about, you know, send them my way. You know, what I'd love to like whatever you'd like to contribute. And she sent me back instantly, like no hesitation, instantly sent me back a story about a 14 pound potato. Uh, do you want to do you want to give us Ooh. a little info about the potato, Deanna? Its name is Doug. <laughs> Welcome to Spud Talk. We got Doug the Potato on the second mic. Doug, what's going on? And the, the potato's just sitting there because it can't talk on account of it's a potato. Yeah, that potato's all high. It's it's fucking mashed right now. Oh. <laughs> it's actually impressive. Like, and it is, it it looks like, and I didn't verify this. I'm not I'm not as tight on my potato facts as I, I should be, but it looks like it is just like a classic, like russet potato like yeah this, like a, a basic potato basic potato just a fucking base well a little basic guy you know how how big is a 17 pound potato like maybe compared to different species of birds what kind of size are we talking i don't know uh, kind but, of, but maybe like maybe small chicken all right small chicken here's the thing it was it was more two-dimensional than it was like yeah, it was like a puddle of potato. Like it was more what? like wide and flat, sort of. It kind of looked like a very artistic throw pillow. It was like a chode potato. <laughs> it was <laughs> wider than it was long. <laughs> this is the world's largest chode potato. People come from miles around. <laughs> you get a discount if you go to boobtube.com slash chode potato. Um, that could be cool. <laughs> you could kind of like, it's just already like a potato pancake. It's yeah. Kinda- that's kind of nice. Rock hard potato pancake. <laughs> um, yeah, cooked terribly. What am I talking about? I got a question. Are water chestnuts just potatoes that aren't cooked? No. I don't actually know what a water chestnut is. I do is. not like them, but I've bitten into one before and it like literally it feels like a potato. The, is it the a texture kind of potato? is similar. Yeah, texture, color. What does a what does a non-sliced up and ruining my ramen water chestnut look like? I think it looks like a chestnut. Well, then I'm heading over to chestnuts uh, pota- roasting on the open water. 
Yeah, a water chestnut is not a potato. I don't know much, but I know it's not a potato. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I I do know what it isn't. Hey, uh, Elo, Elio Charis Dulcis, the Chinese water chestnut, or just water chestnut if you're nasty, is a grass-like sedge native to Asia, tropical Africa, and Oceania. Mm-hmm. The water chestnut is not a nut at all, but an aquatic vegetable that grows in marshes, underwater, in the mud. Gross, dude. Yeah, this sounds gnarly. I don't want this. That's a mud spud. Let's move on. I don't like um, a mud spud. <laughs> yeah, they look like nasty little potatoes. I'm, I'm going to call it. someone a mud spud. And they are going to fight you. You friggin' mud spud. <laughs> Actually, it does not sound politically correct. It doesn't sound correct. good. Yeah. You know why? Because it kind of rhymes with mud blood, and that was a very racist thing yeah. to say in Harry Potter. Oh, God. Yeah. Now mud spud is ruined. <sighs> the left won't let us have anything. Let's move on. Uh, We've got a few stories, and this is actually a recurring segment we do on this podcast called (sighs) What the Fuck, Joe Biden? Joe Biden's the worst president of of my lifetime, and that's only because uh, every president is the worst president yet, similar to this podcast. Um, Joe Biden is... He's just fucking up left, right, and center. Uh, This this week... um, Joe Biden announced that Monday morning he will be signing the uh, bipartisan infrastructure bill. It's a $1 trillion infrastructure bill. And uh, frankly, I don't think it matters or anyone cares. Because I looked this up. If you remember early in Barack Obama's presidency in the 2009 financial collapse or whatever, he signed a... uh, infrastructure bill that was 831 billion dollars so almost a trillion i don't know how inflation works it's, it's got to be close to a trillion at that point and uh did that make any difference at all to anyone because it doesn't i think it, shit still sucks it, it seems it <laughs> seems like it still sucks it seems like it still sucks so i don't know like he, he's like oh the bipartisan measure it's like if republicans agreed to it that means it's bad like right like if that's it's like it. the fucking title you've come up with and are selling it as, you know it's going to be garbage. You know nothing meaningful is coming from this. He also said that it is um, uh, that it, the bill will add quote millions of good paying union jobs for working people end quote. So a few things there: millions of good paying union jobs <laughs> for working people. That means people that are already working will get another job, um, but it'll be good paying and it'll be in a union. <laughs> Uh, also millions of jobs supposed to come out of this. Like where, like, I don't know, dude, I don't think that's going to happen at all. I don't buy it. And I'm not sorry, Joe Biden. I'm calling you out on your shit. That was what the fuck Joe Biden part one of a multi-part series. And it just goes on and on and on. I hate his old ass. I do not like Joe Biden. Um, I want to pinch his cheeks. <laughs> I want to smell his hair. That's not true. He probably smells. I know it smells crazy in Joe Biden's it's hair. It's musty as fuck in there. I don't want that. Ew. Uh, you guys you ready for part two? <laughs> We're going right into part yes. two. Uh, so a report came out this week that inflation is now accelerating at its fastest rate in 31 years. It's up 6.2% this year. Everything costs more money than it did a year ago. Um, now, this is probably not a good thing. I don't know. I don't know how the economy works, but when stuff costs more, that's like bad, is my assessment. 
Joe Biden offered an assessment of his own, an explanation, if you will, during a speech in Baltimore. He wanted he wanted everybody to know that Joe Biden is a man who has this all figured out. He said, quote, the irony is people have more money now because of the first major piece of legislation I passed. You all got checks for $1,400. You got checks for a whole range of things. He goes on. If you're a mom and you have kids under the age of seven, you get $300 a month. And if it's seven to 17, you're getting $360 a month, which is not the correct amount, actually. He got that wrong. Continuing, it changes people's lives. But what happens if there's nothing to buy and you got more money to compete for getting goods? It creates a real problem. End quote. Joe Biden said that the reason that inflation is happening is because of the stimulus. Yeah, dude, that's definitely the reason. I can't think of anything else that could affect this. Uh, Thank you, old Joe. We love you so. Joe Biden just told Americans, people that have to vote in another national election less than a year from now, hey, the reason why everything is uh, so expensive is, is because of us. We did that. It's actually good that we didn't give you $2,000 because inflation would be worse. We were thinking ahead. We're yeah. very capable. This is uh this is just so incredibly bad. Here's the thing. I don't I don't think that stimulus is like enough of a like it's probably it's it, it might have something to do with it, but I don't think it's enough of a factor where it's like this is something we need to fix and we need to make sure we don't do again. Like I'm like, I feel like there's like 20 different fucking things contributing to inflation. Um, yeah. So like, even if it is partially true, like, why would you fucking say this? Like you have to get people to vote for your party in a year, dude. They don't want to win. Nobody I, wants I to work anymore. Believe, I truly believe this. They have no interest in winning. Yeah, I don't There's think, fucking no other explanation. Nope. I don't think they thought Joe Biden was going to win. Like, I thought that they were like, <laughs> they were like, we can just let Trump have it for a little while longer. We can keep saying it's someone else's fault. Yep. Honestly, might have been a better strategy because like. <laughs> I mean, I said throughout the whole election process, like, w- the Democrats don't have a plan. Like. There is no there is no plan once someone gets elected. Like their whole plan was we hate Trump, let's get rid of him, which I mean overall I agree with that plan. But yeah. like I expected them the expectation was like I'm going to agree with your overall plan and then like you're going to have more plans. And then they just didn't have the fucking plans. <laughs> let's get let's get rid of Trump and then we can put up like a, a we did it sign. First, we're going to get rid of Trump, and then we're going to form a bipartisan meme evaluation council. (laughs) It's going to cost $2 trillion. Okay, step one, remove Trump. Step two, question mark. Step three, success. Any questions? Yeah, dude, step two. What? It's just questions. Lots of questions. Don't worry about it. Nothing but questions. (laughs) I have an illustrious political career. How dare you attack me for not getting into step two? You know what? I think, frankly, the fact that you're you're questioning step two, which is, again, just a bunch of question marks, is, uh, you know, a sign of your misogyny because Kamala Harris is the first female vice president. And you you have the audacity as a straight white man to question why the party's not going anywhere. Huh, sounds like a you problem. 
Sounds like a you problem. I mean, it is a straight white man problem that the party isn't going anywhere. Fair. Um, but <laughs> I don't think Kamala Harris would do a single thing differently. No. I mean, there she is problematic in her own in her own policies and, and actually, actions. Actually, no. I think she would do something differently just because she is so bad at speaking publicly. I think whenever she gave the speech where she was admitting that uh, inflation was th the result of the stimulus, she would have been like, eh, so we can't give you any more. Like, she, <laughs> she does this thing where she, like, gets nervous and laughs when she's talking about, like, dark stuff. And it's like, I mean, it, it, you know, I'm not saying she's, like, evil or dastard, but it's just, like, bad public speaking in, like, that is a really important part of being Preston. It's like being able to like get through bad news without laughing because you're nervous. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I laugh when I'm nervous, which but, is always. That's why I'm so fucking funny. But I'm not the president. That's I it. understand. That's it. Yeah. But also, like, well, never mind. I was gonna say there's nothing wrong with me, but there's so much stuff wrong with me. I just my what I was thinking was like I don't know that the fact that she laughs when she's nervous, like a lack of public speaking ability might not be the worst thing because I feel like a lot of people fall for the grandstanding and get mm -hmm. caught up in the charisma of someone who is an excellent public speaker. And that's actually why a lot of people don't ask the questions about step two. Because like... Everybody, the people who were asking questions like, okay, well, what is the plan? What's your fucking step two? We all got told, like, you're the reason why there's division on the left. And, yep. like, I I was always going to end up voting for Biden. I just had some fucking questions. And so I feel like maybe someone, I mean, not that he's a charismatic public speaker, but, like. Listen here, Jack. You're calling Joe, me not charismatic. Joe Biden, come on the podcast and do a push-up contest. He would be. He would come win. on the podcast I and did talk 3, about 3,100 push-ups last month, Deanna. How many do you think Joe Biden did? He's pushing up this entire country. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Boo. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> yeah, so that's the end of um, this segment, which is, fuck, Joe, what the fuck, Joe Biden? Uh, we just have one thing left to do here to cover. Um, we are going to just take a brief moment and review uh, what is going to happen. Uh, now, folks, the holidays are on the way, and you know what that means. People are going to be shopping. The holiday people season. Be shopping. It's all about buying stuff for people. I thought people. you were just going to say trauma. <laughs> people be traumaing. <laughs> People be trauma. And, um, no, so like every year, you know, Thanksgiving comes around, then we got Black Friday sales, and we got all this shit. Everybody's blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, so this is happening again. Uh, and companies are bracing to figure out how they are going to deal with the holiday rush. Normally, they just hire some extra people, but, you know, things are different. We live in a different world in this post-COVID reality. So, um, Amazon, they put forward their plan. They are going to pay uh, their seasonal workers an extra $3 an hour. Great. Ooh. Great. Ooh. Saving America. $3 Saving America. Um, no word yet on how much Jeff Bezos will make during each... You know what? You know what? He's, he's an entrepreneur. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Target... Target has decided that they, this year, they're going to try something a little different where they are going to hire less seasonal employees than they usually do. 
Um, they usually add like a hundred thousand. This year, they're only going to add like thirty thousand more. Um, and they said what they're going to do instead is they're going to increase the time that their already existing employees have to work. Trauma. So everybody is getting, on average, about 15% more hours than they normally do. Oof. Like, did they do any kind of internal survey to inquire as to whether people wanted to work more? Because what I'm hearing in this is, like, Target is going to force people to work more during the busiest and most aggressive shopping season of the year. Mm-hmm. And those people are going to fucking break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I think you're missing though, is we're all, we're all a family here at target. We're all part of the family and like family members, we got to step up to support each other and everybody's cool with that. Cause it's a big family. They're My family yells of- fuck you at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's targets playing Walmart. But they- we're Italian. So. Oh boy. Every week. Um, <laughs> that's why I did it. It was a special gift for you. Mm. Uh, you know, folks, don't go shopping. Just give Italian to your uh, loved ones this holiday season. Folks, put some sauce on your turkey. Uh, Walmart, <laughs> Walmart, they released their plan for the holiday season. Now, Walmart usually does not hire seasonal workers on, but this year they're hiring 150,000 seasonal workers. They wanted to create more jobs than Target. <laughs> Walmart looking for a win. It's been a while for them. They're in a jobs um, creation competition. Yeah. They also decided that they um, are going to raise their minimum wage, their internal minimum wage for employees. Get ready for this. From eleven dollars an hour to twelve dollars an hour. Holy fuck! Walmart is making people smile, or whatever their fucking catchphrase is. I think that's a grimace when they look at their paychecks. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that it's a smile. It's not not, not a smile from the heart. Certainly. Yeah, I got screamed at by a lady because I didn't have a PS Five. But you know what? My paycheck went up thirty dollars after taxes. <sighs> Ups and downs. So that's Walmart's plan. And one more. This is probably the most exciting. Donovan, do you have big lots out where you're from? Do you know about big lots? Yeah, at least in Ohio, where I I grew up off and on. There's definitely big lots there. Where did you grow up in Ohio? Cincy. Mm. Fuck Ohio. They put chili on I'm a chili spaghetti boy. Oh, I can't wait to try it. (laughs) Anyway. It's very good. Um, My yes. husband calls meat sauce spaghetti meat, and I think that that's one of the worst things to ever come out of Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I, we, don't, I don't like that. I don't like we that. We slaughter all. our spaghetti with the kosher technique and take the meat and serve it to your family. Spaghetti <laughs> meat. That's what's for dinner. Use promo code spaghetti meat at hood2.com. <laughs> <laughs> Big Lots, they put together a plan for their holiday season. They had a step two. We're just going to get freaking huge. We're big lots. We're going to get so big. A picture in a swole store. I don't think that's anything good. Sensitive is the new sexy. They're going to have to change the name to beta lots. (laughs) I'm so mad that this this story I'm trying to tell does not have anything nearly as funny in it as what we're saying instead of telling it. Um, Tell us about these large lots. Big Lots is going to open for all of Thanksgiving this year. Rather than doing a Black Friday sale, they're starting it on Thanksgiving Day. And every employee that works on Thanksgiving Day will get a $50 Big Lots gift card. 
Jesus fucking Christ. I'd say that makes me want to kill myself, but I already wanted to kill myself. So that just makes me sadder about it. Yeah. Big lots is the amount of sad I am. (laughs) (laughs) Big lots of sadness. They're very large. I got no. Yeah. So I don't know. That's uh, capitalism. There's always a plan for people to bu- people be shopping. You know what? There's I a, think always a plan to make it worse. I feel like love it. <laughs> the Democrats saw this. They were like, these stores are understaffed. We got to get people to shop less. We got to help out. We're going to do an inflation. Wait a minute. Every single Big Lots employee getting a $50 Big Lots gift card, that's going to cause Big Lots of inflation, right? I want a new friend. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, that's that's the news, folks. It's been another bad week. Uh, Donovan, Deanna, oh my goodness, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Deanna, why don't you tell folks where they can find you? Uh, you can find me at Bloom Beauty Parlor in East Liberty, where <laughs> I do hair. She and cuts hair for money. I do cut hair for money. I also brush hair for money. Uh, do you wash hair for money? Sometimes. Sometimes. You sniff hair for money. But we wanted to we wanted to create a job, so we have an assistant who does that for us sometimes. <laughs> Not sniffs the hair, washes the hair. Do you need one to sniff the hair? Because I'm pretty available. <laughs> We're not that into creating jobs. Deanna is also oh. on Twitter. And, uh, I'm going to plug your Twitter because last week you did not give the correct Twitter. It's This is four Ds. At D-D-D-D Anna. That's a lot of Ds. Yeah. Last week you were like, it's at Deanna. And then I tried to tag you in the post and I was like, this is not your Twitter name. <laughs> I did realize that later. And then I was like, ah, maybe they'll just type in Deanna and my 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 Twitter with 265 followers will come to the, rise to the top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deanna, Deanna's good. She's, she's very funny. And, uh, I'm trying to get her more into Twitter. You got, did you get into a fight or do you just go back and forth a little bit with a vegan who wanted to fuck a horse or something? Oh yeah. So <laughs> I just got into some, some classic comment section squabbling, mm. uh, with some people. So somebody made a post that, Someone who was vegan made several posts about, um, I was calling it zoophilia, but they're actually calling it zoosexuality. Oh, no. Yeah. And they were saying that zoosexuals are part of the LGBTQ community. And I said, no. No. Um, They were saying that excluding zoosexuals was was the same as gay people trying to exclude transgender people, which is the grossest. It was bad. And you know what? If I was going to fall on a Twitter sword, I'm, I'm okay with it being that one. That's a, that's the hill I'll die on is like, don't, don't fuck an animal. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I can, uh, I can agree. And also people that want to fuck animals are not a part of the LGBTQ community. Like you can't sit with us. Not even a little bit. So, yeah, that's fun. Welcome to Twitter. Donovan, where can people find you? <laughs> Twitter, at RFTBpod. Uh, mine's on private right now, so not Ooh. my private one. But on the main one, 
Uh, we post episodes. We do a podcast called Radio Free Tote Bag. It's a dating and relationship advice show. You can send your questions in. We also started streaming this week, as I mentioned, this goddamn bird game. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, on the first stream, we put the wrong link to the stream on Twitter, and my co-host's audio wasn't working. And so it was really just watching the game being played while I would chime in with a bird fact about every 10 minutes. But probably this week, we're going to do a proper one. We have the kinks worked out. It's called Wingspan. There's many birds involved. If you like birds, come on by. And if you fucking hate birds, come listen to my podcast, because we usually don't talk about them uh, unless it's been lodged in my brain like it has been today. Tweet, tweet. That's all I got. Fuck yeah. And of course, I am at Andrew Hillary US. Um, the podcast is at Worst Week Yet. Worst Week Yet at gmail.com. If you have questions or answers to any of the questions that I asked and have already forgotten about, I know there were some. I don't remember what they were. Also, patreon.com slash Worst Week Yet. Give me money to make a podcast. Oh my God, your dreams will come true. Uh, last but not least, booptube.com. Um, booptube.com. Boop <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>